Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number one of Be the Sought After Entrepreneur podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Thompson, and I am so excited you're here today. This month, we are kicking off the launch of the podcast, something that's been about two years in the making. But I'm a firm believer in waiting for the right time, and it finally felt right to launch this puppy. And this week, we're dropping a bunch of episodes to kick things off. In today's episode, I'm sharing with you my mission behind Be the Sought After Entrepreneur and how I knew it was the right time to share my message in this way. But before we jump into today's episode, I love connecting with my audience. Community, networking, and connection is what drives what I do. So I never, ever want this to be a one-way conversation. In fact, I want to hear from you. So drop a review and let us know what you think about the show so that we can shout you out as a listener of the week. Yes, each and every week, I'm going to give a big shout out to one of our listeners who leaves a review. It's my way of saying thank you for tuning in. In the meantime, stick around to hear our mission behind Be the Sought After Entrepreneur podcast. Cheers. After generating over a million dollars in sales and selling one of her businesses with a single email, your host, Katherine Thompson, takes an unconventional approach to marketing and sales. So if you're ready to tap into a more powerful way to be seen, heard, and a sought-after entrepreneur in your industry without having to spend endless hours marketing your business and chasing clients, you're in the right place. Be the Sought-After Entrepreneur Podcast is here to help you ditch the cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all approach to marketing and use your unique energy to effortlessly attract the most aligned clients. When you do this, you can spend less time marketing your business and more time doing your soul work and enjoying the richness of your life. Welcome to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur Podcast. And here's your host, Katherine Thompson. Hello, hello to all of my listeners. Thank you so much for being here today. I am just so honored and grateful that you are tuning in. This is a very special episode for a few reasons. Obviously, it's our first ever episode. I had this grand old idea to launch a podcast two years ago. It's finally here. So you can imagine how excited I am. And second of all, I'm just super stoked to connect with all of you and share my message with the hopes of helping entrepreneurs who want to create that profitable, but also sustainable business, which is so, so important these days, doing their soul work, without having to spend endless hours marketing their business and chasing clients. Because let's get real. That's not why you started your business is it? Now, you might be wondering who this podcast is for, as there is a lot of popularity right now around course creators, online experts, and thought leaders. But this podcast is designed to help entrepreneurs, both product-based and service-based business owners. Having achieved success in the brick-and-mortar world selling a physical product, and also achieving success in the online space selling a service, I felt like it would be a total disservice to not share what I know and what I continue to learn. Plus, I stopped buying into that rhetoric a long time ago that you need to pick one niche in order to build a successful business. Why? Because if I listened to people who told me what was possible and not possible, I never would have sold my brick and mortar in the height of COVID. Something that was done with one single email sent to our customer base of 700 and sold within two months. I cannot count how many people told me that I was never going to sell that business. 
that once COVID hit, nobody was going to buy a brick and mortar. So if I had listened to them, I would never have pressed send on that email, which then resulted in a sale and a sale that happened within two months. So what you're going to start to learn about me, if you haven't already noticed, I don't really follow the pack. In fact, when most people turn right, you can almost guarantee I'm taking a hard left. And on this podcast, you're going to hear from me and other business owners who step out of the cookie cutter, one size fits all approach to marketing, sales, and business. Because I believe if you tap into that unique way of being and amplify your authentic voice, that you're going to experience the greatest success. Because it's actually when we're not being true to who we are and not living our authentic self and expressing ourselves in an authentic way, that's when we start to struggle. That's when we start to see the headaches in business, that force, that push, that grind that we're all really trying to avoid. So let's dive into the juicy stuff. Leading up to the launch of the podcast, I reached out to my community, inviting them to be part of our launch team. Think of it like one big hype team rallying behind you. You can call them cheerleaders, you can call them whatever. I don't really resonate with cheerleaders, but if you want to call them cheerleaders, that's all good. And if you were part of this launch team, I just want to thank you. You guys were amazing. Your high vibe energy was just on par. So thank you. But One of our team members asked me to share why I became an entrepreneur and more of my story. I'd always planned to share the mission behind what I do, but the reason why I became an entrepreneur has changed over the last two years. So it actually gave me a really great opportunity to pause and reflect on the deep purpose to why I started this journey. Now, the original purpose wasn't so deep, but it's why I believe my purpose is so much stronger than it originally was. Now, this is a journey most entrepreneurs would say has its ups and downs, a journey that on some days you want to burn everything to the ground and start over. Or is that just me? On other days, you're elated to make a difference in your clients' and customers' lives. It's a real trip, but it's not for everyone. If you're listening to this, my guess is you're an entrepreneur or you're thinking about becoming one. So I'm sure you're going to resonate with my story my mission, and my now deep-rooted purpose. My introduction to entrepreneurship started at a young age. It's really all I ever knew. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. My grandfather on my dad's side built a widely successful business. My father runs his own successful business. My grandfather on my mom's side ran a farm and my uncles run successful businesses. Not to mention my cousin is an award-winning professor that teaches all things entrepreneurship. I remember when we were growing up, we found out she was published and it was like mind blowing. Now, granted, she's quite a bit older than I am, but still, I was just like, that's amazing. She is published and she's been published like a bazillion more times. She's seriously an award winning professor in entrepreneurship. I have a big family, so I'm going to spare you from walking you through our entire family tree. The long story short is entrepreneurship was ingrained in me my whole life. And the funny thing is, I never followed that path until about five years ago. Remember when I said I do things differently? This is an example of that. I spent 15 years working in corporate marketing and communications, got my undergraduate in marketing, my master's in communications before ditching my career at the height of my career to open a brick and mortar winemaking business. Yes, winemaking, a business we sold almost a year ago now. 
And had you asked me two years ago why I became an entrepreneur, my response would have been to escape corporate. I know what you're probably thinking, but Catherine, what about a purpose that's bigger than you and making an impact? Yeah, I know that's what most people want to hear because it's what most people tell you you should say. But I'm not most people. And this was my truth at that stage of my life. All I actually wanted to do was escape my current circumstances. Actually, the way the majority of people live their lives, but don't want to admit it. Using distractions like food and alcohol, Netflix, shopping, endless hours scrolling on social media, and the constant consuming of information to escape their current situation. And that's exactly what I was doing. I did it by starting a brick and mortar business. I know it might sound crazy. I really believe that being my own boss was the solution to being happy with the work I was doing, but also happy in life. I just wasn't feeling fulfilled in my corporate career. And I know a lot of people can relate with that. Fulfillment is really the greatest thing that we're all really searching for. So you can imagine it was just a quick fix. But like most quick fixes, doesn't last. You know that saying, buyer's remorse? Well, that isn't just true for buying a pair of shoes or a new handbag. The only problem is with a business, it's not something you can return within 14 days, especially when you sign a five-year lease on a physical location. Plus, it was also a brain-based decision without fully tuning into my purpose. But that's what happens when we rely solely on our brains to guide us. They lead us astray. And all I was thinking was, if I can just think my way out of my current situation by coming up with a brilliant idea, I am not short of brilliant ideas. Like starting a business, it's got to work, right? Wrong. For most people, like my spouse, Netflix, food, shopping, vacations would have done. But for the high achiever in me, starting a business seemed like the perfect escape. It gave me something to put all of my brain power and effort towards achieving. And it kept me distracted for a while until that deep urge, nudge, knowing was so loud I couldn't ignore it. Wasn't until I got quiet and grounded that I realized my gift, my zone of genius, was just something that I've had my entire life. Anybody that knows me knows I have the gift of the gab. Hence why podcast is a really good fit for me to share my story and my message. But my real gift is helping people amplify their authentic voice and story so that they can be seen and heard by the right people. And it's not always just business that I help amplify voices. For those of you that know me and know more about my story, in 2014, I traveled to the Philippines as part of my master's research. And that was all around sharing the story, both verbally and with images, the life and the stories of those people that were living there. These were marginalized, highly impoverished people. And I wanted to share their stories so that we could get it out into the world. So my whole mission in life is about really helping amplify people's voices and stories for change to impact change in the world. But I gravitate towards entrepreneurs because I relate to them. And it's me deep rooted in my soul of being an entrepreneur, I want to help others really create change with their messaging with their soul work. So it's not just about helping entrepreneurs per se. My bigger, deeper mission is really helping amplify voices because I do have the gift, the gab, as people tell me. It's helping people, again, develop that unwavering trust in themselves 
so that they can make decisions that are right for them. I often tell my clients that their way is a great way. And it's something that a lot of my clients always tell me is like, you always gave me permission to just do it my way. Something I believe we're missing in the entrepreneurial space, especially in the online space. It is saturated with people selling proven processes that are grounded in brain-based approaches that are analytical, logical, and psychological. But the thing is, the majority of entrepreneurs are operating from circumstance just like I was. So when they buy into these courses, mentors, gurus, they're operating from that thinking mind, that survival mindset that's trying to escape their current situation. They're trying to look outside of themselves for the answers, for the direction, for the solution, the quick fixes that I fell prey to when I opened my brick and mortar. And if you're like most entrepreneurs I work with, you're trying to escape the lack of consistent income in your business and escape the time spent, the endless hours spent creating marketing content for your business. Again, it's not why you started your business. You likely started your business because you love what you do, whether you're a personal trainer or you're selling a subscription box for crafts, any of that, you know, whatever that sole purpose is driving you, you didn't sign up to spend all these hours on social media marketing your business, grinding away, trying to figure out ways to land and attract clients. And you're probably at this point really freaking tired of working the way you've been working because it always feels so hard. And you work so hard for your money and the money that you earn. You never want to let go and invest in hiring help. So you end up just really doing it yourself. Probably operate your business as a solopreneur longer than you really need to. But the truth is the resistance, the pushing, the grinding is actually a sign of something isn't working within you. Not something that isn't working outside of you. Not that your business isn't working. It's not that your marketing tactics aren't working. There's something within you that's out of alignment and it's causing that resistance. It's causing that tension and you need to tune into that. However, most people use brute force. I've done it. I know a lot of entrepreneurs who use that brute force to keep pushing, hoping something will eventually work which leads to burnout, exhaustion, and entrepreneurs like you and me quitting on their dreams. So I'm going to tell you that quick little story here about when I opened my brick and mortar. I mean, we made sales and we were selling a lot, but it wasn't sustainable. We had to work really hard. The more money we made, the more work it was. And so it wasn't a sustainable business. And so it goes hand in hand. You can use brute force, grind and hustle, to be successful, and you can make a lot of money doing it that way. I'm not here to say that the grind and hustle results in no money. I don't believe that. I believe you can grind and hustle and use brute force. But I also believe that that isn't sustainable. And so you might be able to run it for one year, two years. I lasted four in my brick and mortar, and it just was not a sustainable business model. And I ended up burnt out and exhausted. And that is really the truth behind, you know, what's so important is that sustainability piece. So maybe you started your business like me, that isn't in alignment with you and you're scared to pivot because theoretically it's working. Like I said, our business was working, but it wasn't sustainable, as I mentioned, or you're doing your soul work and you absolutely love what you do and you're freaking good at what you do, but you believe you need to market your business a certain way in order to be successful. And you're on that hamster wheel of trying to market the way that the gurus and all the other people out there are saying that you have to do. 
like believing you need to show up every day live to form a connection with your audience or giving everything away for free or discounting your products or services because you believe that's the value you need to offer your audience. Or maybe you believe you need to be on every freaking platform to increase your chances of getting seen. Like I'm going to be on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. The more platforms I'm on, the better chance, the better odds that I'm going to get more eyes seen on my content. And we saw this mad dash with the rollout of Clubhouse. Those first few months were insane of people rushing to get invited. So they didn't miss the opportunity to make more money in their business. I even saw a really successful entrepreneur come out and say that she wished she would have got on Instagram earlier. And that's why she went to Clubhouse, because she wanted to get on Clubhouse early so that she could seize the opportunity, right? It's that frantic, panicked and rush energy, like we're missing something if we don't do this thing. That's actually the energy that repels your aligned people. People don't gravitate necessarily to that frantic, panicked and rushed or the right people don't gravitate to that energy. But I'm diving into that topic on episode five. So tune into that one. It's these beliefs that someone knows better than I know myself and my business. That's the driving force behind this podcast and the deeper purpose of my business. I'm here to shake things up in the entrepreneurial space and offer a different approach to marketing and sales and business. It's a balance between masculine and feminine. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs tap into a more powerful way of being in order to amplify their authentic voice so that they stop sounding like their mentor and everyone else their mentor coaches. It's helping people redefine what success looks like for them and giving them permission to trust themselves over their guru, their mentor, or coach. Because it's this deep inner trust and knowing that I've always had, and you do too. But the majority of us stop listening to it somewhere along the way. I did. It's this deep inner knowing that guided me to launch the podcast now instead of two years ago. I can see exactly why that is. My message, my story has evolved so much in the last two years. Two years ago, I was operating so much from the masculine. I was using brute force. I was hustling hard. I was working 15, 16 hour days. I never took a vacation. And I honestly believe that's what I needed to do to build a successful brick and mortar business. So my message two years ago would have been this like brute force. It wasn't until I actually tuned into my feminine and started to balance that out, the masculine and the feminine that I actually saw the greatest success thus far in my online business. I haven't launched my group coaching program in almost a year now. And I've had clients, one-to-one high-ticket clients coming through my door effortlessly, right? Effortlessly. It's also this unwavering trust that I've cultivated over the last two years that has allowed me to not rush my ideas to market to try and beat my competition or to be the first one to seize the opportunity, right? Two years ago, a year and a half ago, I would have believed that I had to be relaunching my group coaching program every six to eight weeks, because that's the vicious cycle that the coaching world out there talks about, right? You got to relaunch, 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 relaunch all the time in order to keep money coming in your business. And again, I just don't buy it. I think there's many multitudes of ways to make money in your business. And I think you have to tune into what feels good for you. I really wanted to spend the last eight months 
intimately working with one-to-one clients, really listening to what they needed and really being able to tune into how I can best help them. And so had I listened to all the mentors out there that told me I needed to launch a hundred times a year to make money, I would have burnt out doing that. It just wasn't sustainable for me. It also didn't contribute to the lifestyle I want to live. I love to travel. I love the flexibility of not necessarily having that consistent group coaching calls all the time. It's just who I am and the energy that I am. And part of that is really understanding who you are. And that's why I'm here. I really want to help cultivate and that deep inner knowing and trust that's already within you, but it's bringing that alive. It's raising that up, right? I believe when the time is right to birth an idea, bring something to life and share your message with the world, you'll know exactly when that is. It's also being able to lean back instead of chasing. It's that chasing energy that majority of us are not designed to do. So in the last year and a half, I've been dabbling in human design gene keys by no stretch of an expert, but I do talk about and reference it from time to time. So you'll probably hear me referencing it. But about a year ago, a friend of mine recommended I look it up and start reading about it. And the more I've read about it, the more I realize that literally the majority of people are not designed to initiate, right? That very masculine initiation, chasing, cold DMing, doing these engagement tactics on social media where you go to these accounts and start liking people and commenting on their stuff just to get seen by them, like waving a big old flag in their face. And it's very much a masculine pushed energy, right? And I'm all about trying to help you balance between the masculine and the feminine because I know the majority of people, and you can be a man and still have a feminine energy within you. We we have both, right? So it's not because you're a man, you don't have feminine. No, it's both. It's having that balance because the majority of people on the planet are not meant to initiate. We're meant to respond. We're meant to lean back. We're meant to wait for invitation or wait to respond. And yet the business world, again, is infiltrated with teaching these tactics of chasing, pushing, cold DMing, you know, reaching out to people, engaging with people on social media. I'm not saying that you shouldn't engage and make connections. But like I said, I literally lean back. And when I see an opportunity to respond, I respond to it. And a lot of times, that's where I get a lot of my clients from. And two, what I've also learned from human design and gene keys is that my community, my network, and the people that I know is where a lot of my clients come from. And when I built the brick and mortar, that's literally how we built it and sold what we sold was based on the relationships and word of mouth. And that's not a lie. And a lot of gurus will tell you that's not a proper marketing strategy. Well, it worked really well for us. And the majority of people I talk to and attract, it works for their business too. So my hope is that through my message and stories, you really start to see how much is possible when we stop trying to fit ourselves into these boxes or containers. And then it's okay to reinvent yourself. If you decide you want to pivot and change, I'm the queen of pivoting and reinventing myself. It's the one thing a friend of mine always said, you just have no problem reinventing who you are and trying new things. And it's so true. And I want to share as much as I can to help show you what's possible when we stop conforming and stop fitting into these boxes that somebody created that it's not our box to live in. So just being here and listening to me, you're tapping into my energy. Something again, a client said is why she pays to work with me is my energy. 
back to the human design and gene keys. I have a very big energy. I'm a manifesting generator. I am full of passion. I am full of charisma, hope and possibility. I have this really outgoing personality. And I have a natural gift of bringing ideas to life quickly in the fastest way possible. That is your MG manifesting generator to a T. We love to do things quickly. We love to cut out all the unnecessary steps. Again, I think in life in general, in the modern world, we love to complicate things. We love to make everything so much more complicated. And I really truly believe that business is simple. And I'm going to talk more about this on other episodes. But I really believe that business is simple and can be simple. And I know it's hard to visualize, again, especially in the online space, if you're an online coach, or expert, you see like these eight step funnels and these 75 emails that have to go out and these upsells and these downsells and all of these sorts of things. And if that isn't your jam, I'm here to tell you, you do not need to do that. Again, I have spent the last eight months working one to one with clients. I don't have a single funnel set up right now. I really don't. And I have high ticket clients coming to me on a regular basis. So I just want you to believe and see what is possible for you. And if those funnels and the overcomplicated stuff just doesn't jive with you, Stay tuned, tune in weekly, subscribe to this show, because honestly, I'm all about cutting out those unnecessary steps in everything that I do. And I want to share that with you. I want to share that with you as much as possible. And in the weeks and months ahead, we're going to continue to dive into all of these tips and tricks and ways in which we can tap into being that sought after entrepreneur. On episode number two, I am sharing with you the three pillars all entrepreneurs need to tap into a more powerful way of being so that they can effortlessly attract the most aligned clients, the most aligned things into their business. And as you know, it's going to have a massive ripple effect on your life. So you're going to start to see massive shifts in your life. Now, don't forget to subscribe to this show so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here next time. You can also find us on social media at Creatively Owned and online at creativelyowned.com. Until next time, keep showing up as your authentic self.